We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. New England sending QB Jimmy Garoppolo to 49ers. We believe we found the right guy. Garoppolo, quick pass, caught by Kittle. He dives, and he's in. Touchdown, 49ers. Kittle is going to go. Touchdown. What up, my people? We have an emergency episode. The San Francisco 49ers have traded for... Emmanuel Sanders. What up? I'm Kevin Jones. We are coming to you live from 500 Startups. My investors, I'm working out of here Monday through Friday. And you know what? The trade went down. It's lunchtime. I'm hopping into a conference room right now. Probably doesn't sound as good as it normally does when I record on Sundays. Bear with us. This is news worth reacting to. So right away, instant uh, reaction. 49ers trade for Emmanuel Sanders. He's 32 years old. They give up a third and a fourth round pick, so they're not going to have a second, third, or fourth round pick in next year's NFL draft. They get a fifth in return. A couple things to point out. Emmanuel Sanders, he's 32 years old. He's a free agent after this season. He's been banged up the last couple of years. So far in 2019, he's played seven games, 30 catches, 367 yards, two touchdowns. Is that all his fault with Joe Flacco and everything going on up there? No. Good news is that Rich Scangrillo, the offensive coordinator in Denver, calling a very similar system to Kyle Shanahan. He should be able to hit the ground walking, as our boy Ted Wynn says. Um, I'm a fan of the move because the shows the 49ers are addressing a real problem right now on offense. Dante Pettis is not getting the job done. Debo Samuel not getting the job done. You can blame Kyle a little bit for that. His young receivers have not made the impact that this offense needs. 
Emmanuel Sanders, to me, his best days are behind him, but he's still this gadget type of receiver that's going to be able to win one-on-one against a lot of cornerbacks in the league. You know, frankly, the 49ers are going to have a lot tougher opponents coming up, and they're preparing for this, and they're going to need someone else to move the chains with them consistently besides George Kittle. So it's it's a little bit of an aggressive move. They didn't have a second-round pick to give up. The Broncos, John Elway might not be in the job in 2021, so he needs 2024 draft picks um it's it's a little steep but not too much to be honest so the 49ers are really going all in here if you think about it they're not going to have draft picks next season they're they're really going to have a first round pick so they might get a comp pick so this trade will fail if the 49ers lose in the first round of the playoffs and then emmanuel sanders leaves in free agency they'll they'll get a third or fourth round pick back potentially but then it will just be a, kind of a waste of a pick for a rental. They're in a position where they kind of have to rent a wide receiver here. Jalen Hurd, Trent Taylor, these guys are making an impact that we had penciled in in April and May. Like we mentioned, Debo, Marquise Goodwin, again, got hurt last week. He passed concussion tests. You can't count on him if you want to be a Super Bowl contender. You've got to have more firepower at the wide receiver position. Yeah, Kyle, John Lynch recognize a need. They go and pull a trigger. They go to a familiar team. We mentioned Emmanuel the other day on the podcast. Um, what, you saw Mohamed Sanu go earlier in the day for a second-round pick to the New England Patriots? It's an arms race here. The Patriots and 49ers are competing, adding weapons to their team. Who would have thought? There's probably most fans are going to be okay with the deal. Some fans are going to hate it. We'll kind of look at some of the reaction going on Twitter right now. But just, you know, Emmanuel, the player, what are you going to get? He's 5'11", I think like 185. He's very bouncy, light on his feet. The 49ers and Kyle are going to figure out kind of a role for him. He's not a number one receiver. He's not the Julio or the Andre Johnson that Kyle has worked with. But, you know, in a Pierre Garçon role underneath, he can be a deep threat as well. I mean, the thing is, he's 32. His best football was in 2016. That season, he had 79 catches, 1,000 yards, five touchdowns. So, I mean, actually, I mean, 2014 was his best season ever. 101 catches, 1,400 yards, nine touchdowns. He's played with Peyton Manning. He's played with Ben Roethlisberger. He's played with some good quarterbacks. He's good when the play breaks down. He's wanted out of Denver. I think this is a pretty damn good move for the 49ers. Bunch of news coming out. NFL trades this week. Gary and Conley got traded from the Raiders to the Texans. I love it. The NFL teams are not scared to trade right now. Draft picks, it really feels as a philosophical discussion about the NFL. People aren't valuing draft picks as much as they did five years ago. They realize there's a lot of misses in the draft. And the 49ers basically said, guess what? Yeah, some of our receivers we picked early on, Debo and Dante in the second rounds the last two years, they're not growing as quickly as we need to grow as a team, so we have to go and now move some draft picks. Next year's NFL draft is going to be very boring for the 49ers unless – like I wouldn't trade Ar- Eric Armstead for a draft pick right now. He's playing amazing. Solomon Thomas is going to get you like a seventh-round pick probably, so I don't see the 49ers trading any of their defensive assets right now for more picks. Um, Benjamin Albright, he's not Schefter – He's not rap sheet, but he does get some scoops. And he said the Packers called about Emmanuel Sanders. Panthers did. Saints did too. This is a coveted asset at receiver. And like think of George Kittle went down, how bad a shape this offense would be in from a passing standpoint. I think this is going to help Jimmy G. Then again, 
Like I mentioned last episode, Nick Mullins had chemistry with Dante Pettis. You're going to have to hope Jimmy G develops chemistry quick with Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders still can get open. He is 32, though. People have to realize, I don't think he's going to drastically change the offense. But like I said, he's the 7 for 80, one touchdown every other week. This is the type of stuff the 49ers need on offense. I'm glad Kyle wasn't stubborn about this. He realizes that watching film and, like, you know, a, a big point to make here is that they're still winning football games without Joe Staley, McGlinchey, Juszczyk. Those guys will come back into the lineup as well, now next to Emmanuel Sanders. This offense is going to get better in, in the right stretch of time. Let's hope other people stay healthy as well. Um, yeah, so breaking news here, Striking Gold Podcast, Emmanuel Sanders is a 49er. The league changes so quickly. I thought the receivers were going to be a strength this year. They really haven't been. If you're Dante Pettis right now, you're probably not feeling too good. Who gets phased out? Who gets cut? I don't think you can cut Richie James. I'm not sure if Trent Taylor's on IR yet, but I I, I would assume one, Trent Taylor or Hurd is going on IR. That That's the corresponding move that the 49ers would probably make, maybe getting rid of a tight end or something, but... Schefter saying Emmanuel Sanders is going to play Sunday against Carolina. They want him in the lineup. He's a smart player. Here's what Kyle said about Emmanuel Sanders last year when they played. Emmanuel, to me, has been one of the most underrated receivers in the league his entire career. I think he's a number one receiver since he's been in Denver. It doesn't change how I view him at all. I think the more stats he gets and stuff, the more recognition he deserves. Emmanuel is the man. He's always been the man. He's extremely quick. He knows how to separate, beat man coverage. He's fearless, aggressive with the ball. He doesn't mind going there and blocking. He can be physical. So, yeah, so, I mean, Kyle likes Emmanuel Sanders. This is a player that he wanted. Is it reckless with the draft picks? A little bit, but listen, these conversations go out the window when you're 6-0, and when, you know, there's a window here for you to win the Super Bowl. And Jimmy G could be hurt next year or something. And now, you know, 2020 was away. So 49ers are going for it. They're swinging for the fences. I respect it as an organizational decision from them. Um, Kyle, a big fan of Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, I mean, looking at the 49ers draft picks for next year, they have the first. They traded their second for D Ford, their third for Emmanuel Sanders, their fourth for Emmanuel Sanders. They got an extra fifth in this trade. They have a fifth. They have their sixth. They did get a seventh-round pick from the Lions for Eli Harold a couple years back in a trade. So they have two fifths and two sevenths. They don't have a second, third, or fourth. You, you might be able to package up on draft day a bunch of fifths and sixths to get into the fourth or something if you really wanted a player. But I, we'll have to see here. The 49ers are not going to be adding a lot of young talent to the team next season. Think of their first-round pick. It's going to be in the high 20s, hopefully, if not in the 30s if they make the Super Bowl. So the roster right now, of course, they're going to get someone on here as a fifth-rounder who comes in and makes an impact. But, like, think of it. Fred Warner was taken in the third round. They haven't made too many other amazing picks in the mid-round, which is an indictment on the front office Let's pull up all their, their draft history real quick. So far, the 49ers, third and fourth round picks, just so you know. Akilla Witherspoon will call that a win. He's got to come back from injury and still prove himself, but he started the season fantastically. C.J. Beathard was a third round pick. That's an L. 
Joe Williams, fourth round pick, that's an L. You know, Kittle was the fifth round. That's the biggest win they have so far. 2018 draft, third round pick, Fred Warner, as I mentioned. He's great. Tarverius Moore doesn't really have a role in the team. Kentavious Street doesn't really have a role in the team. And then you look at last year's draft, third round, Jalen Hurd. Fourth round, their punter, Mitch Wisnowski. He's been pretty damn good. So at the end of the day here, you're, you know, you wouldn't trade Akilla Weatherspoon and Fred Warner for Emmanuel Sanders, but that's best case scenario. You definitely would trade Kentavious Street and Joe Williams for Emmanuel Sanders. The point being that draft picks are not automatic slam dunks. 49ers have been very hit or miss in the middle rounds. They've either been solid starter or really not a good player at all. Too early to tell on Jalen Hurds and Wisnowski, but you know, they've had three drafts. The third and fourth round has been a little kind to them, and also they've missed a lot. So, all right, cool. Emergency episode, striking gold. You're going to get a lot more analysis from Rob and Kroc, especially Kroc. He's really good at uh, diagnosing wide receivers. Pull up his Twitter feed right now. I'm sure he's going off about this trade. You're going to get more content like this. We're going to be starting premium content next week, 49ers. So this will be behind, be behind a paywall. Um, yeah, Croc's saying really good move for the 49ers. Very necessary. Must be busy. Just a quick tweet out there. More emergency episodes, more 49ers content. This team is going on a postseason run. We're looking at tickets for the Falcons, Packers games in November, December, bringing some striking gold listeners together. All right. This was this was the striking gold podcast. It was about to say KJ podcast. We're going to talk to you again later this week. Emmanuel Sanders at 49er. I like the move. I understand the move. It comes with some risks. I don't know if they're going to re-sign into a big contract in the offseason. We'll have to see. Emmanuel Sanders, you know, he got a three-year, $33 million deal in 2016. You know, I think the 49ers obviously won him for multiple seasons here, and, and Kyle raves about him. So we'll have to see instant reaction. Emmanuel Sanders now a 49er. All right, we'll talk soon. KJ out. Peace.